Good evening. Today is November uh, 8th, and we're studying the big book of Alcoholics Anonymous. This week's chapter and step is step five, and our speaker tonight is Holly. Thank you, Holly. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Sherry. Um, hi, I'm Holly. I'm a compulsive overeater, 100-pounder. I'm glad to be here. Thank you, Eileen, for asking me to share tonight. Yep. Love you, too. 100%. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna share uh, my experience on step five, and I have the the into action chapter here, which I really really enjoyed picking up and reading again. Um, I took it on vacation uh, when I was gone last week, and I took it just to just to read it through a couple of times and relax and let it sink in because it's been a while since I've um, I it's been a while since I've taken a step five from someone and for myself. Um, I've done the steps many times, um, but I, I do a 10 step every night, uh, almost every night. I mean, there may be one night a month that I get home late and I email my sponsor and I don't do it, but it's every night. So that I don't, things don't build up anymore. In other words, I don't, I haven't had to do a four step since I had an issue a couple of years ago, um, around work. So. I, I generally, my, for myself, I can tell you my experience with the, with the fifth steps that I've done. Um, but just a little bit of background, which would make it a little bit easier to understand. Um, I came into program this time. I was in a, a while back and wasn't, I didn't never sat all the way down that first time. God bless me, you know. I, I came in and I, I got abstinent, and but I didn't do any of the work. So I stayed about two and a half years and really enjoyed being in meetings. And that was, it was all good, except for I was able to walk right back out really easily when my life got better. Okay. It didn't get better because I, because a program, because I wasn't working it, it just got better. And I, I just, I walked right back out very slowly and then I had to be out for eight more years. So in August of 2002, I was I was in a very deep low of my life. Um, situationally, everything looked good, okay, um, except me. But <laughs> and I'll, I'll show you a picture. Everything looked, you know, things were working, but my my mood and my 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 head was literally dead at that time. By the time I walked back in, I really didn't know who I was. I, I really scared myself with how I felt. And it wasn't had nothing to do with the weight. I come from um, my whole adult life, I've been 240 to 280 pounds. Um, I just would bounce around in that range. And um, whatever I was when I came back in is probably closer to 240. But whatever I was, I, it, it, that had nothing to do with me coming back in. I literally couldn't, I had no hope for losing weight. I couldn't stand how I felt. So I walked back in and I, and I got a sponsor on September 28th, 2002. And that's my first day of abstinence. I count it because I was calling a sponsor. I actually, I actually um, was pretty clear on my alcoholic foods and, and pretty clear on what my abstinence was. In fact, it's the same as it was the first time when I first started back. Um, three meals a day, no sugar. There's, <clears throat> there was a, a handful of foods I knew I couldn't eat ever, so, and that was fine. I, I was glad to put those down. 
Um, and I was, I was glad to do three meals a day. My, my MO is to eat, all, I was a grazer basically. I'd eat three meals and then meal, meal, meal in between the meals. And I know that, that one of my strongest um, character traits that when I first came in is, is fear. I'm fe fear of people, basically fear of people. So the way I ate was I, I would go uh, different places for work and I would have to show up at these places and I'd have to drive there and go from place to place. And I, I would have to stop and, and eat in between the places because I was too, it's like I needed that food to get to the next place and to talk to that next person. So, or whatever, whatever it was. Um, and, and that's how I ate. So I was, I was 280 pounds eating all the time. And um, I'll show you a picture here. I don't, I don't have it on the screen, but um, okay, let me do this. I just love to see everybody lean forward to see that picture. <laughs> it's a 280 pound person with plaid on. I still wear plaid. That's the only similarity. Okay. But um, I try to temper that a little bit, but it just comes out. I'm sorry. So um, getting into the book a little bit. Well, anyway, just to finish the story, I, I so I worked with a sponsor and I worked on on the steps and I the, my first fifth step was with that first sponsor and she took me for the through the first three steps. I really liked that how we did it and I wrote my fourth step and that was all good. And I, I sat down to do my fifth step with her and I did that and I really did I, I really did trust her. And I think the fifth step is, is a lot about trust, building the trust in, in from me to another person. Um, and I, and I did trust my first sponsor. The, 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 the problem was she was in relapse by that time. By the time I did my fifth step, she was in relapse. So, um, we parted ways right after that. I still trusted her. I still did the fifth step. Um, and I know for me, I forgot two big, <laughs> I forgot these two big glaring items in my first fifth step. And, and that's all okay. Um, when I started working with another sponsor, um, a completely different type of, of way to work. And it was all big book working and, and the personality was so different. But, you know, little by little, I started to trust this woman as well. She was really scary, the second sponsor but I had her for five years and the first, and you know, we talked a little bit about where I was and I said, I had just given away my fist step. And I said, it, at some point in time, I realized that I had forgotten two big items on that, on that fourth and fifth step. So she said, why don't you start with that? Let's start with those two things that you forgot and, and we'll go on from there. We did. It was all good. It was all good. I thought that was kind of comical though. But, um, and I've taken, and that was all good. The, the first one was good and um, wasn't real specific. And I wasn't very, I know I was open. I think I was open as much as I could be. You know what I mean? I did the best I could. And when I came back in August of 2002, or actually by September, I was absolutely in program. Like I came in, I had no intention of leaving. I came in for the reason that I hadn't worked the steps and I knew that I thought that that would work for me to feel better. That's as simple as I had to take it. And I did. And I got into um, working the steps and I did feel better. And I asked my sponsor in a little bit to help me with my food as well. 
she was always willing to do that. But she, I, I would tell her what I was going to eat. And, you know, with the honesty, I was, um, I was almost honest the first year or so, <laughs> but I'll tell you, there's, I, I, I kind of reverted back to this. Um, oh, I think it was about in the first three months, I would add something to lunch every day. And I finally had to tell her that it was a very small thing, but I guess I, I had to work that honesty out of my system or that dishonesty out of my system. And that's how I did it. Just these little things. And I, we talked about it and she said, you're test, you're just testing your honesty with me. And I was done when I was done, I was done with it. And I was completely honest with her and my other sponsors ever since then. And it, it grew really quickly. That's a, that's a trait I like about myself. And it's a trait that makes me feel good from the inside out. So I, I really grab onto that a lot. And I think in step five, it, it really is a lot about being honest. And I'm not even going to talk about always about being honest with a sponsor. I think it's a universal thing in program for me and the way I worked my program and got, I'm, now I'm 20 years abstinent. I just took, I just had my 20 year birthday and in that time, I've, I, there was never a time that I felt like I was half measuring in my program. This has become my way of life. It's become, it's become the most important thing in my life. And I just don't mess with it. I just don't mess around with it. I've had, um, I think one, two, three, four. I think I'm on sponsor number four, maybe. And this sponsor I've had for about 13 or 14 years. And I, uh, she's a completely different kind of sponsor than I had before. And she, and I absolutely have grown this relationship with her that I can tell her anything. And it, we have, I think we have a really good, really, and she talks to me too, and we can tell each other anything. And it's, it's like, I can be open and honest. And this is how I've worked through the issues that have come up since I've been abstinent or since I've been working with her. She came around after I had um, this really that's, hard breakup. That's with 10 her. minutes. Thank you. Ten perfect. Um, with a long-term partner, she came along just behind that. So um, I was, you know, single. I was working my program really hard, just trying to stay abstinent and building a new life. She was perfect to help me along with that. Um, but to go back a little bit, back to the book now, some of this, so this, this is going to describe me to a T. This part about in it's on page 73. It said, um, he is very much the actor to the outer world. He presents his stage character. This is the one he likes his fellows to see. He wants to enjoy a certain reputation, but knows in his heart, he doesn't deserve it. I didn't know that I had a reputation, but I, I would show up every day and let's say show up to work every day before abstinence. I would show up, but there was, I felt like an empty shell. Like I would I get dressed, I show up and I just powered through with my elbows out until I could go home. I mean, that's how my days went. And then this next part is what really, really came to me. Um, and I'll share a little bit of more about this. It says, um, it says he, he trembles to think someone might've observed him as fast as he can. He pushes these memories far inside himself. He hopes that, that they will never see the light of day. He is under constant fear and tension and that makes for more drinking. That, that was me right there. That's why I ate. 
I was in constant fear and tension. Um, and I wanted to be, I wanted to be invisible. That's all I wanted is for you to ignore me. Okay. I don't want to be looked. I didn't want to be looked at. I, the way I grew up was so, um, it was really traumatic. And it, I show you my picture there and you know, it, I'm, I grew up back East in a small town. So the, I, I wasn't very well accepted as I was, I guess that's the nicest way to put it. Um, very much teased and very much, I, I've, I'm, I identify as non-binary and I look very much masculine. I, and I did of course, a hundred percent more when I weighed 280 pounds, that's just what I look like. And there was no words for that back then. I'm 66 years old. So way back then, there was not a word for that. I, nobody knew what to do with me, I think. Like, who is this person? I can't even tell you that I can say, oh, and somebody else in my high school class looked like me as well. No, it didn't happen that way. So that kind of carried through. And as I just, I moved out here when I was 30, it's very much more accepting than California, of course, but still I came with me, I'm the same person. So I just wanted to be invisible. So after I was working, I worked through that, that first four step and I got my second sponsor and I started to come to a little bit more terms with character defects. She was perfect for this, for character defects. But what really, what really came out, because the fear of people started to diminish a bit as I, as I gained confidence, as I was walking through, I did lose the weight. I never thought I would. I did lose the weight. I, I slowly in about two and a half years, I, I was at a healthy body weight. And I, I was, I was amazed as anybody else was, believe me. But, um, and she helped me a lot with a lot of that. There's a lot when you're a hundred pounder and you go from 280 to 140 or, or 135, there's a lot to that, a lot more than anybody else that hasn't done that knows. To the clothes, to the everything, I mean, everything. Self-image, I'm so glad there's a body image book out now because I, I go to a meeting that that focuses on that, that OA body image and sexuality book, it's fantastic. But there's a lot to that. And so she helped pull me through and I had a couple of other sponsors go through. Um, and then I got my sponsor and she's not a hundred pounder, but she helped me just as much with, with just building confidence, being healthy in my body. And the other part of that is, um, and is the honesty. Let's go back to that because that struck me as well. I have a, a, a I have a pack around me and I've, and they're different people than for, we're from in the beginning. Sometimes the person in the pack leaves and then they leave you as well. You know, they leave away, they leave you. And I've, I've lost many people. It's 20 years. You can imagine the, the, the sponsees that I've gone through and the, in my pack that I've gone through and friends and I've built, I've built very, very deep relationships in this program because I'm open now. I can actually let people get to know me, but um, if you, if I think about what I tell my sponsor, I talk to her once a week now and we're going through, we always do literature and then I, of course, tell her what's going on in my life. And she's helped me immensely with huge, huge issues. I had an issue with work and my new boss and my old boss getting sick and passing. Oh my God. I bet you I worked on that for 
I bet you I worked on that issue for three years. That's how serious it was. I got really intensely afraid and and everything that adds into that. And and finally, now I feel differently about it. I had to make some big changes. And um, I did that. I was able to do that. I had the courage to do that because I kept working the steps around it, working them, working them, working them. And it got better and better and better. But when I talk about step five, too, there's other people that I talk to in my in my program. And and it, there's certain things that I know to call so and so for, like fellow one gets all of this information because I'm I'm that's the person that would that's how we relate to each other. That's how I'm I'm confident. I feel I can be honest and I feel completely safe. And then issue over here may go to fellow number two. And it's not that I'm keeping that from my sponsor. We might end up talking about it. We might not. But how I built this pack around me that carries me through is by is by being open and honest and talking. I never talked before. Talk. I never talked before. I, I, I would you didn't hear even hear from me. I didn't open my mouth till I was in my 20s or 30s when I moved out here. Um, but it just by that practice of listening at meetings, doing what we do here, taking outreach calls and making outreach calls um, and, and building these relationships that are based on honesty. I would, I can, I can tell mo most of my pack, I can tell them anything, but I know exactly who to go to for certain things. It, there's a word for it, but I'm not going to tell you cause your sponsors will kill me. But it, again, I'm not keeping it from my sponsor, but I just know a better person to talk to about something. And I, and that's what has helped me so much along the way. Um, I can tell you that today, today I am very grateful. I'm, I'm complete, I'm a completely different person than I was when I walked in. Um, and it's completely due to the working this program and working it every day and abstaining every day. I have a sober food plan that keeps uh, me at a healthy body weight easily. It, this Now it's easy. I don't struggle with food. I know exactly what, what to eat. And I have the I have a, a pattern and a way of life working on meditating a little bit longer in the morning. Um, it, it started it started to get shorter and shorter, That's like without two minutes. Thank you. Without even me no knowing. <laughs> and so I'm working. I'm sincerely working on getting that lengthened out. But I wanted to read one more thing at the end. This is like this is like the promises of step five. And I just love it, it says. We pocket our pride and go to it, illuminating every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. Once we have taken the step, withholding nothing, we are delighted. We can look the world in the eye. We can be alone at perfect peace and ease. Our fears fall from us. We begin, I wish, boy, that's a good one. Um, we begin to feel the nearness of our creator. We may have had certain spiritual beliefs but now we begin to have a spiritual experience. Just begin. Um, the feeling that the drink problem has disappeared will often come strongly. We feel we're on the broad highway, walking hand in hand with the spirit of the universe. And spirit of the universe and spirit of, and, and father of light is how I identify my higher power. I say God, but really that's what I'm thinking. And, and for the, with that, I'm going to um, stop talking now. Thanks for letting me share. Thank you so much, Holly. Um, 
So we'll now open the meeting for questions or three-minute shares. As this is a big book study, sharing and questions should relate specifically to the chapter and step being studied this week. We would ask that you accept this guideline in order to keep the meeting on track. If you'd like to share, ask a question, please go ahead and raise your virtual hand, which is under reactions or star nine if you're on a phone, and the Zoom host will call the raised hands in order and ask you to unmute when it's your turn. Um, so, um, Nancy, um, would you keep the timer for three minutes for each share and announce when time is up? Yep. Thank you. Um, all right. Uh, so if the speaker is asked a question, uh, three minutes will be allowed for the answer. Okay. And with that, um, are there any raised hands to get us started? Okay, Amy B, let me uh, ask you to unmute. There you go. Thank you, Kristen. And thank you, Sherry, for your service tonight. And Holly, thank you so much for your service. And thank you just for your inspiration. 20 years of abstinence is testimony that this program works. And um, thank you for being here and for sharing your story. Um, and for talking about the fifth step. Um, I was taking a fifth step today actually, um, which is quite an honor and a privilege. And um, one of the things that I, and, you know, so many of us have, have you know, follow these instructions in, in, you know, different ways, the same instructions, listening and sharing. And one of the things that you said that really resonated with me that I do with the fifth step is, you know, the instructions about, you know, we're illuminating, um, every twist of character, every dark cranny of the past. It's not, it's not, and you pointed out that like, sometimes it's not your sponsor that is the perfect person to talk to. So I will say, you know, when we're going through it, is there anything in here in any column on any page that you haven't shared with another living human being? You don't have to tell me, but you do have to tell someone. And you just have to follow the instruction in the book, which is we tell the person what we're about to do and why we have to do it. So um, I think that it's important also to point out, well, maybe not important, but just like uh, helpful to point out that, well, let me speak for myself. The way I've taken a fifth step has changed in this program, has grown, like everything else has has progressed, has been progressive. And um, hearing hearing different people, like being able to hear different people's opinions and perspectives and the way that they do it just, you know, continues to help. Um, you know, I, I just think all of our programs develop. I, I, I'm just... I'm just really grateful to be a part of this family and see some of these faces that I've known for a long time and some of these faces that are new to me that I'm so grateful to get to know you and welcome you. I'm glad to see you around and um, yeah, welcome home. Thanks, I pass. All right, now we have Victoria W. Go ahead, Victoria. Hey, everybody. I'm Victoria W. I'm a recovered compulsive overeater and insulin manipulator in Miami. Um, good to be here tonight. And thanks, everybody, for your service. Um, Holly, thank you so much for sharing that message with us. 
Um, thank you for the honesty and vulnerability, which to me encompasses the essence behind the fifth step, um, the willingness to, you know, it's so funny because now um, I, I feel like when I was first thinking, when I was first doing my fifth step with, with my sponsor, I was like, oh, okay, I've got to do this. I've got to do this thing and it's going to suck, but I've got to do it. You know, <laughs> like I've got to rip this bandaid off was how I was envisioning it. And I now have also have the privilege of as a sponsor being able to receive the fifth step from other people. And I mean, it's just so classic, right? Because in addiction, I think everyone is so focused on me. And it's funny because there's people who are like, you're not going to like me once. You're not going to want to be my sponsor after I tell you this. And I'm like, um, I don't want to sound mean and say I don't care, but I literally don't care what you're going to say. It's not about what you're going to say. Um, it's about that you know, that there's a space created where we can say it. And that was what was so special to me was, you know, I was going to say like that language of take, you know, giving away our fifth step or having somebody take it or, or getting it or receiving it. It's like, it's kind of weird language to me, right? Like, it's like, we're just talking um, or going over inventory, but I also find it really beautiful. Like this idea of like, Hey, there's this part of me that maybe I haven't been willing to shed light on before. And I'm willing to do that now. And I want you to be, I want this other person to be a part of the process, like in communion with this higher power. Like that's really special, you know? And I think, um, I think I do for that reason, like the, the language of like, I'm going to, I'm going to give it to somebody that I trust um, that I know understands why I have to take this step because I need to get well. Um, and then for me on the other side as a sponsor now, right? Why, why I agree to take it because I know we all need to do this to get well. And, you know, like it's the same reason, but diff the different sides of the coin. Um, yeah. And I was going to say, um, what else was I going to say? I just think for me, the most impactful part was being able to say the things that I just didn't know. It wasn't even so much about could another could another human being hear it and still, you know, find me worthy of. Um, That's time. Okay, perfect. I'll wrap up with this. You know, <laughs> worthy of just existing. But like, could I say those things out loud? Could I reveal it? Could I have that three-way conversation between me, God, and another human being that it was like oh, look, we've dusted away the cobwebs and no one died. You did not die. You are still here. <laughs> and knowing that I didn't combust, I mean, I think that's a really cool thing. So I'll pass. Thank you so much. All right, next we have Sherry A. Go ahead, Sherry. Hey, oh, Holly, thank you so much. Um, uh, I, I, yeah, listening to your experience um, was very emotional for me this evening. Thank you so much. It really did touch my heart. Um, and the words that really stuck out for me or the common things um, that you mentioned is just the fear of people and the tension you experienced. Um, and um, I just thank you for saying that. And, and you said, 
you also talked about being visible and invisible. And um, that was also, I think, the, the beauty of sharing my fifth step was that I was visible. All of me was visible to another person, truly. Uh, and I think um, I'm also a hundred pounder and there's a lot of things about wanting to be seen, not wanting to be seen, like all of this stuff that I'm still sifting through, you know, like two years into recovery. And, um, and that was, yeah, being seen by my sponsor and being able to see myself. Um, and like was just mentioned in, in the presence of a power that was greater than me. Um, that was just, uh, yeah, to be able to, to just have that moment that, I guess for me, what I'm trying to say is that was when I no longer felt alone. Truly, I no longer felt alone because here was the very worst thing that I could imagine about myself. And it was with another person who was, who listened. um, And also along the way, shared some of her own hard things um, as almost like solidarity. Um, and let me know that, um, that I was human, that she was human. Um, and, um, so I just really want to thank you for sharing. Um, and with that, I'll pass. Thanks, Sherry. Now we have, uh, Katarina, sorry, Karina. Hi. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Before you, before you go, I'm going to stop the recording if that's okay. So um, let me stop the recording. And...